0: Are you ready to get the cure done? Yo, Akasana Kamadama. Welcome to Akashina Podcast Anime with Friends. I'm Sabrina Ray. Uh, This is part two of my discussion of episodes two and three of Wonder Egg Priority with my special guest host, Ian Preschel from A Plus Anime Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to take off right where we left off last time. Enjoy the show. Let's talk about Rika, because she's a former idol, which is very interesting. And the scenes that we get of her talking about the person that she wants to bring back, who she claims is not her friend, it is her fan, her ex-fan, or Mm. her former fan, when she was an idol or a junior idol. And mm-hmm. she was part of a group called, uh, I think they translated it as All Out Kiss. Yes, yes, yes. So,
1: Which is where the jacket comes from, I think, right? Like, cause it has like big lips on it probably.
0: Yeah. I like the design that they, I like the design of Rika because it's, when she was an idol, she had long pink hair.
1: Mm-hmm. She looked
0: very colorful and candy colored and so young and innocent and mm. now she has sort of a cute like a uh, spunky bob and she yeah. has just one pink streak in it so like
1: I, I mean yeah that even feels like it's a metaphor too like if we're going based off of the on exactly. takamaki thing that like this kid that this girl is like either a white person or like a a half uh, half white half japanese person like having the blonde be her natural hair color and the pink being like the one residual thing that she can't let go of of this like pain from when she was an idol like i love that as a visual metaphor for that character
0: yeah and she she continually and grotesquely fat shames and just runs down this girl and her statue (laughs) saying that the the flower field that's next to the ocean on a beach with a lighthouse that makes up rika's psychological space that um that battlefield is she says that she's not she, it doesn't suit her because she's ugly it suits rika because she's cute and rika's got this whole spiel she does every time she introduces herself it's very obnoxious yeah, she, her I'm name rika is kawaii like kawaii yeah. yeah
1: i'm so cute but, like the but the first time she did i was like oh that's kind of cute and, like the fourth time i was like okay you stop i i heard it the first time it's fine <laughs> like uh, yeah so but also by the Who's way she trying
0: to convince who she's trying to convince of this
1: ex- exactly exactly it's like stereotypical like popular girl syndrome where it's like pretty on the outside ugly on the inside or whatever
0: oh um, yeah and even when she brings up the yeah. fact that she's an idol to the other girls she does it in a way that's just totally it's it's very unattractive the way that she just sort of like adds that information in underneath Oh, like, by the way yeah and it's, then it's she's very like matter of fact, you could be yeah. a background dancer
1: oh my god um yeah so i just realized this you know how japan has like or historically has that like obsession with like holland right like oh yeah if you live in japan like there's um oh yeah
0: well the dutch the dutch like, settled in japan so
1: yeah but like there's a town even now in the modern day where if you go like 20 or 30 minutes outside of tokyo that has like one of the windmills and shit and like has this entire field of flowers or whatever i was like huh, maybe her like liminal mental space is like based off of something like that, possibly. Um, no way to know for sure, obviously, until I like do more research. But I just like, right, like my brain was like, Holland, it has to be Holland. Um, but I don't know if we got this answer
0: yeah. during the show, but I did just remember that May space, I believe, is a highway and a bridge.
1: Oh, that's bad. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> that's definitely not a good vibe. I mean, if you think about it, if I, I don't know if we. Oh no! We, oh no! One hundred percent. Every single liminal space is a place where you can commit suicide: jumping off a highway, jumping off the cliff into the water, uh, and then at a school, jumping off the roof. Those are all three. That those have to be the three places of where these traumas. Oh no! No, because wait, Rika's she
0: the yeah, the the fan did not commit suicide by traditional means. She seems to have starved herself like, and got a eating disorder.
1: Yeah. yeah. But Either like, that those, or she
0: killed herself after starving herself because she yeah, was so miserable. Which seems,
1: yeah. A little and intense distraught. for me. <laughs> it is intense, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And and that
1: is kind of like the underlying theme of the show. I even wrote in um in my notes, I said, this show sometimes physically hurts to watch, oh, which yeah. is good. It's good because like I would rather feel something than like feel absolutely nothing and be bored. Right. That's a great point. Um yeah. And like it, these are very intense topics obviously and like I'm glad that they, the show takes them seriously because I've not really been a fan of a lot of anime using hyper traumatic real world things as like set dressing for the characters stories without having it actually be a thing. Um and it feel it feels good to be like whoa this show's whole thing is about trauma and they actually give a shit. Wow yay like it still hurts but like it at least is like it's like a good like it's a cathartic feeling i think you know yeah
0: and again it's very rooted in in being female in a lot of ways like Mm. when when minami the girl who was the gymnast is being beaten and she taught and the coach talks about how uh she was just making excuses for uh bloating or putting on weight or losing her shape because she got mm. her period and she was developing and she was going through puberty. Mm. Like it's just, it's just a brutal dressing down of womanhood.
1: Mm. I think all the villains also are villains air quotes, like the psychological um, manifestations of trauma are all women too. Cause in the first episode, the uh, the mosaic faces, they're all girls. Um, the second episode has the the, uh, the the volleyball coach monster that squirts gogurt everywhere, <laughs> and then the the third one is the um the idol lady that are that is obsessed with you Yu too. And I think it's interesting also that uh, I I have a strong feeling like we said earlier that this teacher guy, uh, I think you said Sawakami is his name or uh,
0: Sawaki, Mr. Sawaki.
1: Is I have a strong feeling that's going to be a bad time. <laughs> I I see that that truck coming towards me on the highway, um, but at least for now, the majority of the villains or, like, traumatic antagonists are are women as well.
0: Mr. Sawaki sure is at Eye's house a lot. Yeah. I also noticed
1: this, and I wrote this down in my notes. Uh, if you look at Mr. Sawaki's uh, brooch, his, like, necktie thing, his necktie yeah. replacement, it's a yeah, bird. Ca-
0: it's a cameo. It's a cameo mm-hmm. bolo tie.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it, there's a bird on it. Bird, yep. eggs, like... I am not liking the connection to symbolism. I'm not a fan of this. And I really hope it's a... uh, No bird pun intended. I hope it's a red herring because the red herring of it being like this thing where they're dangling this guy in front of us over and over again. Like, he did a sex crime. Look, he did the crime. Don't you know? Like, it would be... It would be the ultimate, like, fake out to be like, no, this it's this guy's job to check on I because she's she's not going to school. She has to come to school. And, like, there's... Like as much as like as a guy, I hate that like I hate that I have to defend a hypothetical shitty dude. I hope that i'm I hope that I'm right because it would be really I think it kind of takes away, at least from a certain perspective, the ability for I to kind of overcome this trauma because then it I think the the thing with the thing with Rika, for example, we've been talking with Rika this episode, Rika's mm-hmm. trauma is because of her a hundred percent she has nobody to blame but her because her shitty behavior and her acting out as a way to try and protect people. Right. And you can even see it in the way that she acts. She's like, Oh, I'm acting out to protect other people from me. Right. Even if it's in their best interest, that's kind of like the whole shtick with her, her, her best friend fan person. She, it's obvious she did have a lot of love for this person because this person gave her positive affection. But Rika in her like adult slash kid brain was like, You can't spend this money on me. I'm not. You shouldn't be stealing things, and you shouldn't be wasting your entire life on me, right? So instead of being like, "Hey, let's talk about this in a healthy way," was like, "Fuck you, idiot!" Like, why are you doing this? Like, I think she she was trying
0: to help her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think. I I think so. Yeah. Like, and that's what makes her story so tragic is that like it is very much like Shonen writers when they write kids, they write kids like adults but shitty adults. So when you see it happen in anime, you're like, that's not how kids think. This is an adult writing how they think kids should think. But like this whole thing with Rika being like, well, she knows that this girl is like in love with her and like wants to keep giving to her, but she doesn't need it. She wants to help this kid out. Like, of course, a kid who's like 13 or 14 would be like, fuck you idiot. Get out of here. I don't want you around here anymore as a way to help but that would eventually like bite them in the ass, right? Like I mean it's even the same as her her weapon, her weapon is sharp. She has a sharp personality. That's her her whole thing is like the easiest thing to do is just cut people out literally. So like it makes sense that this is the thing kind of bites her in the ass in the end and it, and it does feel very true to form with like kids. So yeah, I, I don't know. It it feels re- it feels really painful cuz I can see it happening in the real world right um do you
0: think that i has a blunt personality since she uses a bludgeon i mean kind of i mean i
1: the weird thing about her her weapon is that it's a pen and if you think (laughs) about it the way that her eye works is she only has two modes she has the egg form which is like a closed in pen like the knife is or the the writing utensil part of it is hidden and then yes. he has the open part so i think that's maybe the metaphor they might have been going for um but yeah i i, I don't know like the, rika's whole thing is like is so especially painful because it feels like it could be real it feels like it could have happened you know yeah,
0: i think i like that about all of the scenarios so far let's talk a little yeah. bit about the monster design though I, I think that the monsters are grotesque and otherworldly and Oh,
1: wait, I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. I just remembered the, no, I, I was on one, I was on one idea and I never finished it. The whole thing with um, the teacher, Mr. Sawaki, the reason why I don't want right. him to be like the big bad of like sexual trauma ruined my life sort of thing um, is that it, it, it manifests the problem in the real world and directs it towards somebody else away from I, right? And the reason why I think Rika's, is so, Rika's whole journey is so powerful is that the only person she has to blame is herself. And as mm-hmm. someone who is self-harming, right? That is a really hard thing to overcome because you can see that she's already manifesting that self-blame in a negative way. So we as the viewers want her to overcome that, right? But there is nothing to overcome. The only person that she has to overcome is her own self-hatred, right? Yes. And that's why it works so well in a psychological Not thriller, but like a psychological show, it makes sense that the big bad is a psychological thing that you can't overcome by big punching, right? If we find out that Mr. Sawaki did a big sex crime and then he's still around, right? Like, how is the end of that not like we go and kill Mr. Sawaki in the real world, right? Like, and I think that if this is just a big red herring and Mr. Sawaki was like just doing his job to try and comfort her after she was being bullied.
0: And I think that there's a lot of. Evidence that well there's no there's no evidence that he did anything wrong, like so far, we haven't seen anything that says, Hey, this guy crossed some line. The yeah. only thing that maybe hints at that is that he was caught hugging her by eye it, but it looked and, like he was just comforting her after she yeah. had had experienced some kind of bullying, yeah,
1: and that's that's the the fucking weird thing about the show is that like it. It gives you just enough to make a theory, but then also gives you enough information to discredit your own theory in the same breath. Because I gets pushed in the locker, or I think the, the way that they write, like they um, they frame it, is like, "Oh, um, the friend wants I to record something from this." Yeah, locker it feels like a in... sting
0: operation.
1: Yeah, and that's the same locker she gets pushed through in the school scene in the first episode too. But I doesn't do
0: it, which is an interesting choice. She yeah, says she's but, too scared, but there's something mm-hmm. going on there where she, like the she's going through this memory and still blaming herself. But if she was too scared and she couldn't help it, why would she blame herself so much?
1: I, I I think that, well, so so that's what I'm saying is that I wish or I hope that it's not Sawaki in the end because I think that Ai's whole thing is is trying to overcome learned help helplessness, right? Because her journey as a Hikokimori is like. I'm too afraid to interact with other people because I might disappoint them, or I might. Um, I'm overwhelmed by the um, the perception of other people, right? And I think a lot of times when you see the stories of people being is they're overwhelmed with the harsh criticism of Japanese society, right? And I think that, or at least that's that's that it's a common trope in that sort of thing in Japanese. I medium. thought
0: I was playing it up a bit too, though, because. She she says that her her legs have become swollen from inactivity due to her status as a hikikomori. But we saw her in a previous episode running on the treadmill. Like she's clearly got her routines down, where she's not yeah. just sedentary lifestyle. I is active.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah. I don't know that I would need to look into more. Um, but yeah, so I, I hope that it's not. The guy, and I hope that it's just her being like, Well, I feel guilt because I this situation that I wanted to help my friend in, I only made it worse. And I hope that that's the thing that she has to overcome. And maybe she's like, She's frustrated with this Sawaki guy because he was able to help her in this moment where she saw that, or where I saw that she was vulnerable with Sawaki. And I hope that, and this is like me trying to be an optimist and hoping that it's not as bad as I possibly could. I I hope the last episode is Sawaki and her like sitting down at the park after she gets the suicide note and he's like, are you ready to talk about what happened? And then like they talk about it because maybe he also knows that there's something else going on with her, right? I want a good good counselor, man. I don't want sex crimes. There's too many Japanese media with sex crimes. No, please. But that's the end of that.
0: Again, I mentioned Kyoko uh, um, High School Teacher, the drama that the writer did before this. He did it twice, Hmm. actually. There was a second series on the same. uh, I think the first one was in 1993, and then the next one was in the 2000s. So he's revisited that topic twice already. It would be a little bit repetitive to do it again, but maybe it would be a little cheeky to suggest that it's going to happen, but then go in a slightly different direction. I'm again
1: that's fingers f- fingies crossed. I'm I'm hoping so bad because a- as much as it again it doesn't take away because again I don't want to be sitting here as someone who's never experienced sexual trauma to be like I don't want to see more sexual trauma like in my media but like it would be like you said cheeky to be like you know hey y'all know me for this one type of story and I'm winking at you like hey it's the bad guy here he is but in reality it's this idea of overcoming the psychological trauma of learned helplessness, and like it's you and that's kind of what i's journey is in the second and third episode is like I can't do anything like these bad yeah. guys aren't even hurting me I'm not even worth this I'm not even worth the the blood on the knife essentially, and then her being like i'm so mad, I'm so done, and you know as this might be TMI or whatever, but as someone who like has been struggling with like mental illness and depression stuff their whole life, like sometimes the idea of getting an emotion that isn't just nothingness and like a void, like going from like nothingness to I'm angry about something is like this intoxicating feeling of like, Oh, I feel something. And it kind of, it, it helps you push past this idea of learned helplessness, that there is something that you can do, whether it can help or not is up to you and the world or whatever. But, but having this be the trigger towards like forward momentum is, I think is so true to form, I think to what, Is is possibly being said in this sort of manga?
0: And boy, does I get angry. She gets pissed very often. (laughs) That's her like um
1: her like Hulk hands thing, where it's like I I think she says in the second and the third episode, he's like I'm done or I'm getting mad now or whatever. It's like her her shtick, you know?
0: Yeah, we talked about this in the previous episode, but what she says is Tosaka Tosaka nikitaze mitaina, and then she like um. She smashes slams her, it down. her, her. She slams her pen down, um, and that's like just an expression uh, that it, like it comes to the, the the red part on the rooster. You know,
1: <laughs> that's good. I like that. Yeah. I mean, her so pen even was, looks like that. It looks like so, the the front of the the ridges on the. Oh panels look like there it her. is. Yeah. Visual theming. Let's go. We did it. you're very
0: good at that you're very good um
1: (laughs) i'm i'm just a visual guy i only see in i only see in in visuals if you ask me to do like text breakdowns or like poetry stuff i I could not help you out that's why near like this gives me near automata vibes but with visuals instead like near automata is like do you like poetry and breaking down prose okay play that game this is like hey (laughs) do you like breaking down like billions of visual metaphors that are being thrown at you. Okay, watch this instead.
0: So I did want to mention, because you had talked about sort of this being I getting over a sort of helplessness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what we see in her battle against the coach is that she's literally blinded by this goo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's only by empowering the girl Minami that she's able to overcome by using her own weapon. Like I's weapon at that time doesn't get the job done. And it's mm. not until she picks up this girl's cause this girl's, mm-hmm. this girl's own totem that she's able to start to overcome this challenge. And mm. when she gets blinded, she starts swinging, and this whole sequence is beautiful because she's swinging around the gym, and the camera's following it, the action, and she's like the 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 ribbon is cutting through the pillars that mm. make up the Ugh. side of the gym, and so it's, sick. It's it's dizzying, but not in a way that's disorienting. It stays mm. with the action in a really, really remarkable way, but.
1: So I did you I as someone who knows Japanese and like knows about Japanese culture stuff. I, again, I was just thinking about this now as you were describing the sentence, but or describing the scene. Um, but not only is her totem, <clears throat> not only is her totem a gymnastics um item or whatever, but it reminded me also like of the idea of like the strings of fate, like that connect us all essentially, and like it could be used as this metaphor of like this this girl and I are becoming connected. And linked randomly by, like, through fate, and being like, only through eyes, power, and this girl's predicament, can they like learn to grow and change positively.
0: That's beautiful. It might be a bridge too far for me to. It might be. It might be. One hundred percent. It might but, be. Um, I I did like how the girl has to shout instructions and. Mm she finally stands up for herself against this coach, not completely because then I wouldn't have to kill her, but she says like what she has to do when she's been blinded. And because I trusts her because they have formed a bond, Mm. that's why they're able to overcome it together. You know, the very fact that I is living on her own and that she stopped going to school and that she basically has shut herself Mm. off in some way means that she thinks that she needs to be alone. But what mm. we're seeing through the series now is slowly but surely she's starting to amass friends and allies, not for just sure. in the girls in the real world, but in these eggs that she meets for one night only.
1: For sure. Uh, did you did you remember, or do you, or maybe I'm misremembering? I guess in the uh-huh. first episode, the the first girl that she saves from the egg, um, they're talking about the rules of the universe, um, and the two things that she says is you're immortal here. Don't worry about it, but make sure that you don't hurt your eyes or heart. Yeah. Is something that she specifically says. And when she gets blinded in the second episode, I was like, Oh no, like she's screwed. Cause I thought that, uh, so there is like interplay between how you get injured in the, the mental world and then how you get injured in the real world, which is a whole nother weird thing that, like don't think about it too hard because (laughs) if my daughter was 15 and had to go to the hospital every other week i would probably like put cameras in the room or something like i would i would definitely like do something um and it it probably if you i mean it might be used as a device to be like these parents like don't care about their kids or like they're overwhelmed with other things and that's why they're just like letting things happen um because we see that i's mom is a single mom we see um, nail uh Nadu's we only see Nadu's mom interact with her. We I don't think we see the dad. Uh mm. I I thought that no Rika comment. was Yeah, no comment. Uh but I thought that, at least in the intro, I thought that Rika was homeless. The and I thought that was gonna be the big sad reveal is that like she was like a shitty teen and then like once she gets in the bath she's like i haven't had a bath in weeks or something was going to be the reveal but like we got the different i mean it might also be that yeah that's
0: like that's an easy assumption to make but she does refer to her mom as that woman
1: (laughs) ah okay okay good to know good to know um but yeah I, i was curious if that's gonna be like still a consistent rule of this universe because i assume that if you're blinded in the real world you can't make your way back to the the gotcha machine and then you can't get more eggs to enter the um the the mental world and if you get stabbed in the heart in the theoretical world i assume it's like persona style where like you have a heart attack in the real world or something and you can't continue i thought on. so too i thought
0: so too yeah. i think the eye thing might have to do with the eyes is the window to the soul um, oh okay okay so that's my interpretation at this moment um for sure there's definitely some danger coming.
1: Uh-oh. Uh oh!
0: So get ready for that. Um, I'm
1: excited for that. So, as someone who is way better versed in Japanese vocab than I am, so at, so I played recently the game AI Somnium Files, and they do the same uh, like joke about AI. I like the girl, a character's name is oh God, Ai, i just thought about
0: this today yeah
1: so i don't know it's obvious that the pun with this girl is my name is i and i also have a different colored eye and if you want to do the double um quadruple meaning thing i oto oto kind of sounds like other odd. my other eye or whatever or odd eye too that could be that as well right. um with native like you know there's the whole, There's the whole. Um, again, I'm translating it from the English-sounding stuff. There's probably more themes if you look at the kanji and stuff. Um, but neidu, nail, there's the famous yeah. Japanese proverb thing or, or saying of like the nail that gets, um, the nail that sticks out gets hammered down, right? It's like mm-hmm. a very common uh, Japanese phrase or whatever. Um, and that might be like a hint to what happened with neidu's sister, is that her sister was like this creative, out there, wacky girl that got like literally or metaphorically hammered down into nothing and then committed suicide or something i don't know what rika means but obviously the kawaii is like i'm cute but in the inside i'm ugly or whatever so like, rika
0: the, the the thing i thought immediately of is the doll uh it's the japanese barbie doll that's what they call the rika-chan right oh i
1: I did not know that now or now I know I must do so, more research on this kind of project.
0: taking like um, something who, that is very image based image focused and turning oh. it into something that is someone that is hurting incredibly deeply inside I thought was an interesting twist on that oh my not god this Looks twist, like her. Just, yeah right
1: this this literally looks like her <laughs> like the the first image on google image search if you look Rika-chan, is just a little blonde haired girl with a bow in her hair and everything and the bow is pink like, that's a, wow. And I, and if we're connecting back to the whole, like, thematic um, elements of like, this is a show about what it means to be a girl and to grow up, a girl being a doll, right? And dolls, again, like you said, are like physical manifestations of womenhood to a certain degree. Like, that's wow. This, yo, show's deep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. It is. I wish I could comment more, um, but I can't. But man, I got to watch more. I got to watch more. Um, so, have you ever
1: played PT? By the way, yes, yes. Um, so the
0: emission, uh, there I, is. I never, I never got yeah. through the whole thing though.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watched many a YouTube video about it. I never finished it. Um, but there is a scene where the the voice of the bug is playing through various like electronic objects. Like one is through the the fan. One is through like a washing machine, and it has like this weird distortion filter over it. A washing broke. machine? <laughs> yeah, i think it was like on the roof i think i think it was on the roof scene of episode two uh the bug guy is like talking through the fan and then he like moves to multiple electronics at one point um oh no i, was, like, I see what you're,
0: you said you're talking about
1: the show i'm sorry I... oh no no, no 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 yeah not in pt no i'm talking about the show yeah in, in like, the like there's the a bug washing machine character. in pt yeah you oh. gotta if you you gotta phase through the wall you see the washing machine at the end um but you know in the show um the bug character, the, uh, lightning bug starts talking through the fan on the roof to, um, to I, and then that voice moves to like other objects, I think throughout the episode. And it's on, it goes through a washing machine and I was getting major like PT vibes again, not to say that they're similar. Um, but like thematically like silent Hills and, and PT is about like overcoming trauma in a mental world, which is like very similar at least inspiration-wise, to this show. So it was funny to see that. And I was like, "Mm, wait a minute. Are you, did you play PT,
0: creators of this show?
1: It it was like a fun little accidental nod, I think, Um, which was really funny.
0: Well, there was Um, the toilet paper as well in the bathroom. Oh, that was horrifying.
1: Horrifying. Like that, the flowers talking. There's something about, this show has created a new fear in my mind of like disembodied mouths out of objects is now top 10 most horrifying things that i can think of
0: oh my gosh ugh. when you get to episode 10 you're gonna want to you're gonna want to close your eyes and run away
1: yay um so another thing that i have written from my um my notes here is that a lot of these girls have you know what's called survivor's guilt right like yes is yes that, yeah. this is exactly is what that, i thought
0: the show was about
1: yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if that is like an underlying, like major theme of the show is that, you know, the characters that we're following, they've also been through a lot. Right. And they're trying to save other people. Right. But the more we learn about our main characters, the more they learn. No, they've also our main characters who are fighting to protect people and, and revive these people. They've also been through an equal amount of trauma and pain and and suffering either by their own doing or through these like third party uh, situations. Um, so it's, it's funny because they use the word survive in the English, um, subtitling as well, is that you need to survive until morning. You have to survive and protect and all this other stuff like these verbs that very much are like keying into like, oh, this is about survivor's guilt and feeling shitty about you being the survivor of the situation. And all you want is just to bring that person back.
0: Absolutely. Because that plays exactly into how I, um, talks about Koito, Right before, it's right towards the end of the third episode, but right before she runs up the stairs and out of character almost says that she's going to like murder the murder the Wonder Killer and the bystanders mm. with Rika, she like bolts up the stairs. Remember that? But right before yeah, that, yeah. she starts talking like, "If Koito had asked me to, I would have." Dot, I would dot dot
1: oh i thought that oh okay i have i have notes on this exact scene because i interpreted it a very different way i think that i saw let me see i got to the part of my notes where i say all caps oh no the teacher is the bad
0: guy <laughs> so um it's preceded by her saying like there was a part of me that hated koito why couldn't she tell me what was going on we were supposed to be friends yes, yes.
1: um but yeah there was a part of me that resented her for that um, and I think that for, the way that I interpreted it was um, that she resented her for killing herself, obviously, because after because it's, it's juxtaposed by seeing these two girls holding hands and knowing that these two girls killed themselves because they had so much love for each other, as well as this third, this Yu person. And I think that yeah, it, it's this weird feeling of like, I wish that she had asked me to kill herself with her, like this yeah. weird feeling of like like FOMO for suicide, like if that makes any sense, like it, it, it's weird. Like, and it might be, it might be this thing of like the sentence doesn't get ended, like you said. So it might be like, if only she had told me that she liked me or like, if only she had told me that, like, you know what I mean? Like that's where that scene with the toes in the beginning kind of gets new meaning if you interpret it that way. Um, But the way I initially interpreted it was I wish that she had cared about me enough to let me know she was going to do this. And then I could have either done it with her or I could have stopped her from doing it. Um, Which again plays into that survivor's guilt thing we were talking about earlier of like, I survived and I'm okay, but I feel even worse because this person I care about didn't tell me how they were feeling, you know?
0: And I wonder if I is making the progress that I that that we're that we're assuming that she's making because mm. instead of answering that question she runs up and she says you know together we'll book them all yeah and it, it's, <laughs> yeah it's a little it's a little off and even rika seems a bit taken aback by this she's sudden like change. oh okay
1: cool um but like again like kind of linking back to that the conversation we had earlier like when and this is only from my personal experience so i can't like color other people's experiences differently but like when you have like depression or when you are extremely overwhelmed with like negative emotions like any emotion other than depression or sadness or nothingness can feel like this like shot of adrenaline where you want to do something and you might act out of character like you know people talk about the multiple stages of grief right it's like bargaining and like anger Mm. and frustrations and stuff like that and so Yeah. So, so that might be it. Is that like, th- that's why I think maybe this whole thing means absolutely nothing. And like the, the, the mental world is just like, are you going to, are you going, are you willing to fight back against the um, the Cenos or whatever the Ceno evils or whatever they're called? Um, and the, the wonder killers, right? Um, are you wi- like, I, I, what is a wonder killer if not depression, <laughs> right? Like if you're not willing to physically do anything you can to fight against the idea that it would be easier to just let yourself die right then then you're gonna die like I, I think that this is kind of the message that I'm getting is that like you might act out of character but the character like they say in episode two you hate yourself you want to change to make yourself the current self you are change right like or whatever the direct quote is <laughs> that wasn't a butchering of the quote but you know what I mean
0: <laughs> well I'm actually feeling that like In some ways, what we're seeing is a group of kids come together who've all faced trauma of a very similar nature and who are all dealing with survivor's guilt and working through their stages. Mm. And it's playing like a group therapy session almost where they're looking Mm. at case studies of other girls who have gone through these things to try and understand why the people they loved took their lives. Mm. Um, But... There are elements to the show that you can't ignore either. There's the the fantastical elements and sort of the mystery box elements that you really can't just sweep under the rug. But at the same time, wipe all that away, and it feels like we're just dealing with people who are working through their grief and being able to work through it together is what will ultimately heal them. For sure. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, that's why stories exist, right? <laughs> like they're a fantastical. <laughs> right sort of like element behind working through you know an idea that you don't understand i mean even down to mythology it's like us trying to explain something we don't understand and what is from a psychologist's perspective from a psychology perspective what is the the one thing that you could never understand right is is a someone else right and then b what what would drive someone to take their own life if you care about them especially someone you love right like it's that is like the most dark and deepest question to try and answer. And I think that that's why the show has that fantastical element. Cause it's pretty, it'd be pretty rough to answer that in a normal, you know, I like s- sort of show, you know?
0: The only other thing to talk about really is and it, 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 it sort of ties into the outro song, which is called life is cider. And it's mm. about being young and mm. sort of that moment that they're living in where, they're supposed to be living their best life. You know, like this mm. youth, youth is so valued in the culture, not just mm. Japanese culture, but culture in general, mm. that for them, they, they're they supposed to be having this great, they, all their best adventures. They're supposed to have beautiful, blossoming friendships. And every single girl and egg they talk to basically says, don't forget me, you know? I wish I'd known you in real life. We could have done normal girl things together.
1: Yeah. We could have um, gone to the movies or whatever. Right. Is one. Yeah. I think it's like the first one.
0: And and I, when she's trying to win over Nader, she starts painting this image of them being friends. And it's, it's sharing, like it's sharing snacks and, you know, having these experiences together that are just very mundane and very, uh, every day. And, and Nadu seems completely foreign to the concept of of that kind of friendship, of that kind of relationship. And it's not until they go to the roof and I and together they open up. It looks like a commercial for uh, an orange oh, drink.
1: Yeah. Yes. OK, so I'm glad that you're bringing the scene up because I think the scene like actually perfectly encapsulates the theme of that episode because they, they mention a lot time right? I think that the doll mentions like, Hey, haste makes waste, you know, haste, not speed, or sorry, haste uh, is bad. Speed is good, essentially. Um, and like essentially taking your time and, and being present in, in, in what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the end scene is like, you know, um, I and nail, you know, they open up the, the apple juice or whatever it is. And then nail goes to drink it and she starts drinking it and then I smells it. And like, you know, he's like, oh, smell it. It smells so good. And And that's kind of right. (laughs) Exactly. I said, you know, you know, I think it's like, life is too short to not smell the apple juices, as as I think what I wrote down here. Um, (laughs) And I think that, you know, that definitely, it definitely ties into the theme of like, you know, youth and the idea of youth. But I think that this kind of, what's the word? Like, in a, in, a, in a paper, you would write a, a topic sentence, right? And then your conclusion would affirm or or disaffirm your your initial idea. Um, but like, it, it's kind of like the show is telling you in the first half, like, hey, youth is fleeting. Youth, youth will always be, uh, you know, a finite resource. But then at the very end of the show, it's like, you know, no matter how much time you have left, enjoy it no matter what it is. Because yeah. the thing that finally pushes Nail to be I's friend is like, Hey, look it smell this juice. Like this like cute, kind, a childlike thing is finally like, okay, fine, I'll be friends with you. And that's kind of what connects them together is this idea of the present. Um, and I think that's like like such a beautiful thing. And it's almost like the show is is like arguing with itself about what the idea of of youth is, or the idea, I guess like not even of youth, of like life. Um oh, because, totally.
0: And later, yeah. you know, it's it's because it's a small moment that they share between the two of them on this roof. It's very intimate in a way like mm. it's an argument that she's been neglecting some part of her existence. Mm. And when she smells it and it smells good and she realizes that this girl has, is, is a, is a conduit to opening up that side of her. She definitely lets some of that guard down. And then in the next episode, we see them like texting back and forth. Like they're not missing a beat anymore. They're, they're on the same side. Um, I love this show. (laughs) This show is so good. I mean, I love when Rika eats all the fruit. (laughs) I mean, I mean, (laughs) and leaves no Kiwis for I, and she's just totally betrayed.
1: I mean, again, like that's that. So the thing that I said at the beginning of, of the episode here is that like every single thing can be picked apart. Like, like this is what this character you know represents like yeah. uh, she, this girl is like obviously being a dickhead on purpose to like a- as her way of lashing out because she feels like she doesn't deserve to have anyone in her life right it's like the polar opposite of what um of what the other two girls are doing where i is a hikoki doesn't interact with anybody um nail goes out and interacts with people but is so closed off that she might as well not even try and then uh, rika is like oh no i interact with everybody but i'm so insufferable that if you're my friend you're a fucking moron <laughs> so like these girls are all like reflections of um negative coping mechanisms you know or so negative also, social coping mechanisms they
0: yeah. are also puzzle pieces that fit together in mm. in the ways that neidu is lacking i i has that in the ways that sure. rika like in the ways that both of them are lacking rika has that rika has the spunkiness and the the joy the vive that you know that nadu does not and so like that's how friends work a lot of the time like you don't always gravitate towards people that are exactly the same as you and Mm. i think the the song at the end sort of brings that full circle where they're all getting ready for a party together and at first i was like life is cider like apple cider (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it's referring to the japanese cider which is like a soda pop basically it's like a oh
1: like life is sweet yeah
0: Yeah. It's like a sweet fizzy drink. And, uh, it's a little bit sad in a way too, because the song is like, you know, uh, even though we have all these traumas that, that we, that we go through in life and we have problems with our moms and our dads together, we, we can laugh it off. And in time, all those problems just turn to bubbles and vanish. Mm. Oh, you that's know? so nice. Just okay, like,
1: I wasn't even thinking of the lyrics. Like I feel like with Japanese music, even now I'm like, like I, to me, it, I, I can't like hear lyrics. I'm like so used to hearing it only in talking form that I still kind of miss lots of beats when it comes to Japanese songs. I was focusing more on the visuals of uh, all the Polaroids and stuff, which are like, you know, uh, what is it? Like cinematic shorthand for like memory 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 is important um so like that's again like the idea of time and the present and remembering the past and remembering people in a positive way like that totally is like kind of the vibe i was getting for the final song which also works if you listen to the lyrics it's a win-win
0: yeah so thank you so much for coming on the show um would not have been the same without you. I would have been reading off of a script probably because <laughs> I didn't have anyone else to sound off or work with, I work through ideas with, but uh, you have a lot to say.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, that's definitely, if there's any value in it, I hope there is, uh, oh, but I, I greatly appreciate it.
0: Thank absolutely, you. I greatly yeah, sure appreciate it. the
1: invite. Cause I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have watched this uh, if it wasn't for your recommendation and, and coming on the show. And it, this is like become one of my favorite shows. I think I said it on Twitter. I said, it's like, this is the best anime of the year, bar none. There's nothing else that could compare to this. Um, and so thank you so much for this beautiful gift of of having this show. Um, and also thank you for inviting me to just talk your ear off and like <laughs> overwhelm your show with my billions of theories and ideas and stuff. I greatly appreciate it.
0: No, it, it helps to have someone who hasn't seen the show uh, and is going through it through the beginning and stuff because... With me, I've, I'm have i way further down, and I know some of the answers, and I know some of the things that are coming, but uh, I can't just blab them because <laughs> <laughs> people want to wanna like have something that helps them work through what they're seeing. They don't necessarily sure. want me to give them all the answers right now. For so. sure. Anyway, where can people personal. find your stuff? Where can people find you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you're into that. That's I A N W H Y N O T. Uh, I also have a podcast called the A Plus Anime Podcast. Uh, You can follow that on podcast services everywhere. We also have a Twitter account that is just A-P-L-U-S-A-N-I-M-E. Yeah, we have a YouTube channel too, which is hopefully soon going to hit 100. Then you'll just find us on YouTube.com slash A-P-L-U-S-A-N-I-M-E. Um I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it, I hope. Um, but yeah. I'm there. Go find me.
0: <laughs> awesome. We have a little tradition at the end of the show. We just say the term okashiku Ikoyo. And since you speak Japanese, I expect you to say it perfectly the first time.
1: Oh god, I oh don't know. God oh god.
0: Okash Okashi okashiku. That... okashiku. Oh Okashku. Let's, per- let's, let's get peculiar. <laughs> oh god. Okashiku Ikoyo. Yeah.
1: yeah. You ready? I, I said it. No, I'm not ready, <laughs> but Three, I'll try it. Two, okay.
0: One, Ocas curry go yo. Yay! Perfect. So
1: sync. I did it's it. Like oh God. we were <laughs> twins. Right there. In that moment, we were drift compatible.